Welcome to Can You Chatterballs? It is series two, episode number four. Roxy Bennett with you. Great guest today. And we are talking about being April fooled. Well, hopefully not being April fooled. Um, joining us uh, for the podcast today is Chris Canny-Smith, one of the directors of the Canny Group, and also Adam Ramage, who is one of the accountants at the Canny Group. Hello, guys. Welcome. Hi, Roxy. Now, we're talking about being April fooled here. So can you explain why I've got two accountants with me? <laughs> I think uh, it's a great time of year to reflect on uh, what, what we've done so far in the year and to make sure we all know what's going on around us so we don't get April fooled, Roxy. Mm. Uh, don't lead ourselves into a false sense of security and be aware of risks that are around, might be around the corner. That's um, a really good point, and I guess that both of you in your experience, we're going to talk about something specific in a minute, but in your experience, you will have seen people who may have been April Fooled, and I don't mean in a good way. Chris, has that come across, have you come across that before? Yeah, absolutely, with lots of people, and even I once clicked on an Instagram link, bought a handbag that never materialised, so it's very easy, and it happens to all sorts of smart people, um, you know, so it, it it's not a reflection on the person who's fooled. Actually, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why these things, you know, when you're getting stuff like that, why they work and why people do it. Because, you know, everybody, we're so trusting and we just assume that everything is as it should be. Yeah, we think everyone's like we are. Yes, yes. I would have sent you the handbag, Chris. Yes, thank you. And I would have enjoyed it. Yes, indeed. Um, so what about you, Adam? Have you seen cases when clients of yours have, you know, I mean, maybe that that's kind of a fairly small example, but there there's other examples of how people can get ripped off or taken advantage of? I think uh, with businesses in particular, looking at your creditors um, to see if any of those are trying to take you for a ride. Uh, so creditor control is really important um, in this environment where cash is obviously king. Uh, we need the cash in our in our bank accounts to pay our, our genuine suppliers and our, uh, our employees and our rent. Uh, so it's really important to keep an eye on those people who owe you money to make sure that they're not going to April fool you. Um, so if you're talking to them uh, and asking for payment, getting a date that, uh, that, that they say they're going to pay is a really good way of, of getting their permission to then follow up on that date. So um, from your perspective as accountants, again, I guess that you would find that you'd have people who might come into you at the end of the financial year and say, oh, yeah, look, there was that bill from last year. They still haven't paid. Like that can be because I'm sure that happens. Yeah, it does. And no one likes to write off their invoices because we don't work for nothing and we all have bills to pay. So it is important to keep on top of them um, regularly because no one wants to pay six months later. They forget what you've done. Well, knowing that we can have some bad debts or have to write stuff off or or even get ripped off, I mean, I think about, I mean, I'm just looking around myself at the moment. I mean, I've got car insurance, I've got life insurance, I've got home insurance and contents insurance. Can you get insurance to help with this? 
Certainly can. So um, we we have tax audit insurance. That's yeah. an offering of Canny Group. Uh, so that. Uh, Importantly, tax audit insurance doesn't just cover income tax. It covers things like land tax and payroll tax and work cover and superannuation guarantee. So what the insurance policy covers is professional fees from either ourselves or, if needed, um, experts in the field to actually help clients with their with their questions from the tax office or the, the regulatory body that's asking them questions. So that's a really great form of insurance, uh, particularly in this year, uh, because it does cover JobKeeper queries as well. And I think that's important um, just to further what Adam was saying is that the ATO have been pretty good with everyone over the last year because it's been such a hard year, but they have um, made a point of letting everyone know that audit activity is going to start up and it's going to start up in a big way um, because they've got... Um, you know, KPIs and things they have to achieve. So they'll be looking to make sure that people have claimed the correct amount of JobKeeper and that they've paid it out to their employees in the appropriate way. So um, I think now more than ever, the accountant really is the trusted advisor because you, you, you get these sort of queries and it's hard to know whether you have done it properly without someone else's help. I think You're you might mute. be muted. Ah, the classic Zoom. In, <laughs> we had to do it at some point. My dog was, for everyone listening to at home, my dog was um, barking in the background, so I muted myself. Um, now, with audit insurance, can you explain what it covers? Yeah, so it, it covers the professional fees uh, to answer queries from the regulatory bodies in question, whether it is the tax office primarily uh, or the work, uh, Victorian Work Cover Authority or the State Revenue Office if it's land tax and payroll tax. Uh, so it, it covers professional fees, be that uh, uh, your normal accountant or if they need to get an expert opinion to help you out, uh, it can be it can cover that expert opinions fees as well. So yes. it's important. Like with all insurance, important to, to understand what the policy does mm. and does not cover. Yeah. Yeah. So you might have done everything perfectly correctly for JobKeeper. Um, but if you do get an audit, even for us to show that you've done it correctly, to collate all the pay slips and show the bank transfers to show what dates the cash went out, that might take four or five hours. So, and, and that would be a little audit. Um, so sometimes when you've done nothing wrong, you might get a bill from your accountant for a couple of thousand dollars just for proving you did nothing wrong. So that yeah. audit insurance covers that. It certainly doesn't cover you if there's an error. Um, it, it covers you for um, the fees to show there's no error. Yeah, wow, that's um, that's actually a really good point, and and that's as you say, that's a small that would be a small um, collation of information if you had to if you were required because you guys have got to be paid. So therefore, yeah, look. Um, so who is most at risk from being audited by the tax office? I would say everyone. Would you agree, Adam? Uh, yeah, look, the, the ability for the tax office to get uh, information from other sources uh, is a classic. So they've, 
only in the last three months they've got full access to the vehicle registration across Australia. So if you uh, have a car, for instance, and you're providing it to an employee and they have some private use, then uh, it's likely that at some point there'll be a question asked about that. So you need to make sure you've got the appropriate records. And even to answer that query and compile the appropriate records uh, means that there's going to be time involved and could well be professional fees involved in that, not just the client's time. Yeah, because years ago, Roxy, and I don't know if you and Adam remember this, but I can remember basically people did what they wanted and then at the end of the year they came into their accountant who worked out how to account for it. But now everything's real time. So the tax office knows exactly what you're earning, who you're paying and a lot of what you're doing. So you can't do it and then fix it up later. We have to be always planning ahead. Yeah, right. Um, look, I, I, you know, I just think about myself and about, you know, if I need to be audited, um, you know, I've got a, a thing behind me with all my receipts in it, you know, and someone's got to put all that together and make sense of it. And so that's going to take time and money, you know, um, so I can stand, yeah. And talking about the money side of it, the insurance uh, company that we use uh, pays out about a million dollars a month in audit insurance claims. So there's, there is a lot of activity. So people might think, oh, you know, there's not many audits around, but across Australia, a million dollars a month in fees for people who have got audit insurance uh, coverage is being paid out by one insurance company so I didn't even know that it existed so there you go like it's yeah that's amazing so when you get audited by the tax office what's it like like is it like you know I just sort of imagine it's like the CIA and they come (laughs) I did have one client who's been going through an audit that's been going on for a year um partly because of COVID. Um, So there was no particular reason for the audit. It was a randomly selected one. And when I asked them how it had been for them, they said that it had meant that their energy hadn't been spent on the business. It had Mm. been spent worrying about the audit. Um, So the, and also initiatives they'd wanted to do, they'd been sort of nervous to do until the audit was finalised. So, um, It can be quite a disruptive and nerve-wracking process even when it's a random audit and there's no um, red flags. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, it'd be just, I mean, I think it would be terrifying to have to go through it. Is there a circumstance where, and I suppose this is where it would be great if you had the insurance, where you as accountants would work with the client through their audit? Is that sort of part of that? So that's, yeah, absolutely. So we always work through the audit with them. Um, I I think it's really important. And if we've done the work, we stand by the work. There's no issues there. It's just that we charge for, for the collation and everything Um, so we definitely work through it with the clients and then if need be if there are certain issues we will sometimes go and get another opinion so we have consultants that we'll use when necessary yeah right so some facts about it like is it expensive Um, is it can you claim it as as a cost um, you know for your business Um, what how much does it they usually pay out What, what are some of the nuts and bolts of it Chris, do you want to go with the, the sure. costs? And- 
Okay. Yep. Sure. So for so the cost varies depending on the entity and the turnover, but most businesses it's about three hundred and twenty dollars for a year, and that covers yeah. all their entities. Um, it it goes up, uh, but still it it's very affordable. Uh, it is tax deductible, and I know the audit we've been working on for the last year. Um, they have ten thousand dollars worth of audit insurance, and we're already up to eight thousand dollars. So if they didn't have that insurance, wow. that's what they would be out of pocket. That's not a lot of money, is it, when you think about it? three hundred, Like from a business perspective, no. that's, um, better write that down. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really, because, you know, you're right. Like, um, and, and rightly, getting professional services is expensive as, well, not, ex- well, it's an expense that you wouldn't be planning for. Yes. Well, yes, you certainly thought about it. Mm. Mm. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a really that's a really good way to stop being April fooled or January fooled as well. So, because yeah, absolutely. As in in the case with this audit that Chris has been talking about, randomly selected, no red flags, um, just lucky or unlucky, as you might, as the case may be. Yeah, wow. Okay. And so that's, and I think there's a really good point is that people would think, well, I don't need it because I do all the right things. I pay all the right tax. I'm, you know, following all the rules, but that's not the point. No, it's not, unfortunately. Um, And also you can make random errors. I mean, honest people make random errors and take something like JobKeeper. It's very complex. Um, So, so, uh, you know, there, there will be a lot of audit activity and the ATO have flagged it and I guess um, no one's immune from that. Wow. Look, I, I just feel, really feel for the businesses who've been paying out the JobKeeper and how that's going to impact them um, and how much extra um, of an impost, whilst it's been a wonderful thing, there's an impost, isn't there? Absolutely. Mm. Lots of records required to be kept, lots of pa- uh, timing of payments to employees and so forth. Um, yeah, but it's, you know, speaking of April Fool, if someone told you 12 months ago that the government was going to hand out job, introduce JobKeeper and hand out $1,500 a fortnight to your staff, um, if they told you they were going to issue cash flow boosts that were tax-free um, from the tax office, who would have thought that? Uh, so there's all these things that normally, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. Uh, but in this case, there has been a lot of money coming from the government. And at some stage, they're going to want to make sure that went one, one went to the right place and two, see if there's opportunities to claw it back. Yeah, well, it has to be accounted for, doesn't it? Ultimately, and as it should, because it's taxpayer dollars, and so we as taxpayers need to know that it's been appropriately um, spent. And yeah, so it all makes sense. It's just a little bit scary. So um, my advice is get the audit insurance to start off with, and um, and sign up with the Canny Group to look after you, because then you know these guys will, will take care of everything. I think that's the best advice for anybody scared of being able to Adam, it's such a joy to see you again and you, Chris. um, You know, we're starting to slowly get back to normal, but it doesn't change what goes on in the world. And um, the ATO, love them or hate them, we've got to do the right thing by them. That's right. They have a job to do.
Yep. Uh, Roxy, I've got a little uh, April Fool tip for, for uh, people out there who might yeah. hear ads over the coming months leading up to 30th of June talking about, oh, you know, you can get uh, uh, the, there is instant asset write-offs available now, full expensing of assets. And there might be ads that suggest that if you go and buy a $1,000 piece of equipment, uh, you might get, uh, you, because you get a full tax deduction, some people might think that you'll get the $1,000 back in your pocket. Uh, that's not the case. You'll only ever save the, uh, get that deduction at your marginal tax rate. So if you're in a company that might be 26 or 30 percent, depending on circumstances. But even an individual on the top rate is only going to get back 47 cents in the dollar. So uh, still going to be still going to be out of pocket. Oh, Adam, say it. Well, your what is it? Um, it's better to be forewarned and forearmed. So yes, good advice. So you're saying I shouldn't be getting the new phone? Is that no, what it's, it's fine to get the new phone. It's just a case of making sure you're aware of what that out of yeah. pocket still going to be. Yeah, fair enough too. Look, it's been wonderful chatting to you guys. I I always learn something which. I mean, I suppose that's why you're the accountants and I'm not, but it's it's wonderful. And I know for me as a, like a small business owner, I run my own little business, the stuff I learned from listening to you is invaluable. So I really appreciate it. Hey, have a wonderful April. Don't get fooled and we'll see you all again soon. Thanks, Roxy. Bye. Thank you.